This episode of 321 Lay On Podcast is brought to you by LARPBox, a monthly subscription box for LARPers by LARPers. Go to LARPBox.com and use the promo code 321PODCAST to receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for jumping on short notice. Doubt my wife's like, oh, I'm going to bed early. Sweet. All right, here we go. Welcome to 321 Lay On Podcast. Let me start over. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I got a little bit of gold there. Get that cold for warm up. Yeah, really. Welcome to 321 Lay On Podcast, Next Level Nerds, podcast about live action role play. On this show, we're trying to learn as much as we can about this hobby we enjoy and talk about anything that's related that we find interesting as well. If you enjoy listening, you can subscribe. That'll get you new episodes and check out all of our other shows that we have on Nerdy Topics. Just search Next Level Nerd wherever you listen to podcasts or on the internet and you ought to be able to find us. I hope so. Yeah. My name is Ashton Ruby. Joining me today, Evan Ruby. Hello. How's it going? Good. What's the last piece of LARP gear you purchased, Evan? I purchased and a new uh, vest for Neptune for the ball. Uh, it's pretty snazzy. It's, it like has kind of a tail, like tux tail sort of to it, mm-hmm. but no sleeves. And it was a cool dark blue with pattern. Did you buy it at a thrift store? Or? Uh, I can't think I... It was online. Uh, I, see. I can't remember if it was Amazon or... Some website, gotcha. like Wish or something. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I asked because we were bringing back a friend of ours, Kevin Hunt. How you doing today, Kevin? Good. How's it going? Good. We talked to Kevin last year about his shop, looking through thrift stores and finding things appropriate for LARPs that uh, LARPers might enjoy adding to their kit. Um, so finding good deals, getting some cool clothes for a good price into the hands of LARPers. Would you say that's more or less the the whole shebang? At least I how it started? That's how it started, and I, I still always do that, but now I have way, way, way more stuff to offer. Right. So yeah, Kevin and I have kept in touch a little bit, and um, I have been following a shop, so that's why I thought it'd be cool to catch up with them and see how everything's going. And like he just said, it's uh, grown a lot since it very first started so <laughs> to catch us up what's uh what's been going on well um since i first started so i don't mind sharing some of the finer details of the shop but last year just kind of doing it casually um if you didn't hear from me last time i bought and sold stuff primarily like 90 percent the thrift stores uh two players a little bit of a markup just to cover my cost to go pretty much locally at warp no website really anything like that um ended the year last year did pretty decently um i did somewhere in the neighborhood of twelve hundred dollars in sales selling secondhand stuff um yeah, ten dollars a shirt or whatever. That's yeah, five dollars or whatever, right? It it added up. Nice. Yeah. So, um, but this year I've already more 
then doubled that in two months because I am an officially registered business. Um, I have my certificate of authority to collect sales tax. I have official reseller connections with Kalamazoo, Epic Armory, um, Paper Blanks, Paper Products, Uh, um, several individual crafters and vendors, Harcos Labs. Um, I've gone to a bank and got an official business loan for startup funding. I mean, it's all completely legit now. Yeah. Wow. So, congrats. Thanks. So, yeah, been busy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't know if I would be able to leverage it that much, but after I did my accounting at the end of the year last year, I'm like, I wonder if I could take that to a bank and see if they'll fund me and let me really expand on it. So I. That's what I've been doing since uh, January first. Now, ah, that's really cool. Yeah, Did you... all because you're on the three, two, one podcast, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Obviously, origin of my success. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, do you have to like explain what you're doing when you're applying for this loan, and like, did they give you? Yeah, and stuff? <laughs> it was. Um, I had to think, like, I have to explain this to someone who has zero concept of LARP. Although, fortunately, a couple, one or two people along the way did have some idea. Like, oh, yeah, I had a friend in college who did something like that. So it wasn't yeah. wasn't entirely crazy or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, it was different having to go from purely business angle, explaining, like, um going like people go to these events once a month there's a hundred plus people they spend this much money just to go and then they spend this much money you know so people are willing to spend money on it it's very niche but like most niche almost cult like following hobbies people are willing to spend good money on their hobby especially a hobby like this people will even spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on their gear and everything so once i pitched it to them that way they're like all right let's We'll 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 give you a shot. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's not the strangest idea they've probably heard. <laughs> probably not. No. <laughs> no. Cool. Um, so, in addition to uh, thrift clothes, you've added a few things. You mentioned some some brands. Um, what what's kind of the list of your offerings now? So, as far as the fi- so, I have an official reseller. Uh, account with Kalamazoo with Epic Armory and I think it's pronounced Mithalon was it um, and then also Paper Blanks who they create all kinds of tome like looking books oh, cool. um, they look really really nice and they're really affordable as well too um, they look like RPG kind of tomes um, I have a number of other sources which I will not name because they're proprietary um, but most of them has been coming across like different people or different places or like I'm trying to get my hands on a thing or here to on like eBay or something just to see what the quality of the product is. Sure. And it turns out they had a business card and had a whole business. So I contacted the business directly and said, Hey, would you be willing to do this? And mm-hmm. so I have about probably a list of about 10 different businesses that i source products from i actually almost don't even have time um or resources to spend much on doing thrifting anymore Uh, i'll usually still do requests but more or less i've 
kind of jump from one realm into the other. I still have a ton of thrift stuff. Sure. Um, but at least for right now, getting off the ground, it's it's a lot of work to to keep up with all the, the resellers and moving finances to our repurchasing products. And then I've got sales tax filing coming up and fun stuff like that. <laughs> so it's a whole nother ball game now. Yeah. The sides of LARP you don't often hear about the filing yeah. taxes and <laughs> right two things you don't usually don't think you'd hear together warp and taxes mm. Mm, not sure for play. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i'm sure there's a group out there <laughs> yeah some super nerd group <laughs> yes that is what it would be yeah it's and, like uh, an accounting yeah <laughs> And so you've kind of also shift um, the the name of it a little bit. Yeah, that was actually due. Kind of yes, kind of no. Um, so this was a odd quirk. I went to go register my DBA or doing business as with the state of New York. And fundamentally, the idea of a DBA is you're doing business under a name other than your own name. So I was like, okay, well, Jediel Fines. That's my whole deal. So I was like, I'm gonna. Uh, I'd like to register DBA's Jediel Fines. And oddly, a quirk with that is if you're using a proper name in a DBA, if it's not your own name, you can't do it as a DBA. You could do it as an LLC, but not a sole proprietorship DBA. I'm like, well, that sucks. So you're telling me I can't use Jediel Fines as my business name? And they're like, no. Dang. Um, so, all right. Well, I've seen more than enough businesses, including small businesses, mostly where it's like, here's their storefront or brand name. But then when you go to get billed for it, it shows up under some LLC or something. So I was like, okay, well, it doesn't matter that much. I'm going to fish the official business name and the stuff. I do all the taxes and legal stuff. Kevin Hunt Warp services, just my name, just to make it easy. And also for, I did that for my website as well too, because it's a little easier to tell someone the web address of KH Warp services than it is to have to spell Jadio's finds every time. <laughs> so, really? yeah. So I, I still have Jadio's finds. That's kind of more, I consider that my like uh, a product line per se or a brand per se where um, if you go onto my, which I have a website now, khwarpservices.com, if you go there, um, you'll see Jadiel Swines is one of the topics and then you'll see secondhand finds. I basically put all the secondhand thrifted and previous finds under that category. Um, so gotcha. thrifted stuff under Jediel's finds, you can see all the previously sold one-off items I've found. So you get an idea of what I can find, um, pre-owned gear. Cause I have offered and done like someone traded in four used items for a brand new Kalamazoo weapon, mm. um, sure. which I don't know of any place that offers something like that. Interesting. So like trade in your old gear deal. So I had someone trade in, for example, a violin, a tankard, or a flask on a strap, um, a blanket, and something else. I forget. And I traded for him a whole new costume, thrifted costume. I had another person who traded in a used weapon plus cash for a brand new weapon. Uh, Yeah. 
So now, is this in or out of game? <laughs> or both? Uh, I do. I do both. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very like RPG. Go to the merchant. <laughs> yeah. Here's the Pretty coin, good. but I'll sell you these old weapons. I get the coin. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically how I do it, and I do do it in game like that. Um, and I, that's I. I incur a little bit more expense with my shop displays because I actually buy I pay a little bit more to get quality displays that look the part in the LARP um, and I've gotten a lot of compliments back saying hey your shop helps with the immersiveness of our game because it looks like it belongs there so it cost me a little bit more on my displays, but to me, I feel it's worth it because then I can be right directly in the game world and yeah. get a lot more traffic that way. Very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Sounds These like maybe uh, GameStop of LARP. <laughs> <laughs> I give slightly better deals than GameStop, though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I'll give you <laughs> a nickel for this used buffer. <laughs> and I'll sell you a new one for 100 bucks. Yeah. yeah, you do uh, buy two pre-owned weapons, get one free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do something like that. Now you yeah. tend to stay busy the whole event, um, or it, you kind of get to yeah. LARP yourself a bit, or uh, I have no time to LARP myself now. Um, <laughs> I saw yeah. that sad part of this coming. <laughs> yeah, it's just like one bittersweet part. It's like, ah, oh, I'm doing so much better with the shop now, but now I don't have time to LARP. So it's like a bittersweet thing. It's like I'm technically LARPing, but yeah. So I'm still deciding how I feel about it. Yeah, um, yeah at least it's fun. Yeah. Most ways to make a buck. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. This just popped in my head, but we talked a little bit sometimes like marshals or uh, game runners will like give you little lore drops and stuff. You still be part of the world that way too or is it mostly just shopkeeping? i have yeah i have actually talked with uh, one larp i go to uh i've made it an effort to be there every single game consistently because i figure for them to want to be able to do that then being consistent is the best way to to do that so um i'm approaching that level probably at least being like an official resource or something like that. Um, eventually, I'd like to do that. Um, I may need to get some help during the games because both manage my shop and do that. Mm, it's been yeah. a lot of things to manage at once. So, but I'm I'm setting myself up for that. Nice. Yeah, that sounds fun and keeps it from just being the uh, do the taxes, contact reseller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calculate right. margins. <laughs> exactly. But maybe that's fun. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> Usually worth the hassle. Yeah. Would you ever have someone in game like work for you at the shop? I've had, yeah, I've had uh that's the, the one thing is if I can make part of the game and accept gold, then I can also spend gold to do stuff like that. So it opens up my options to do things like that. Um but usually the people are really nice and just offer to help just cause and cause they appreciate my shop being there and um, that I offer products that are hard to find elsewhere. Um, like one thing I do, like I have a new uh, whole line of ritual goods mm -hmm. uh, where if someone wants to buy a couple knuckle bones, a bottle, two crystals and a pencil, 
like there's no place to go buy that stuff except my shop now like so i have a whole box like pick and pull at 75 cents each 99 cents you know you just whatever it is you need kind of thing exactly and that's actually what i did is i got about 86 small chests um and then i have i have bones skulls crystals looking at my stuff right now bones skull crystals i have mortars and pestles i just got i have bags of herbs i've got (laughs) biodegradable glitter and vials oh nice i have real quartz crystals i have journals i have parchment paper and scroll paper i have incense sage chalk pencils where's the rest of my stuff here uh (laughs) bottles candles candle holders altar cloths more bottles and i'm sure i have more stuff here i just can't directly see it from where i'm sitting sure yeah yeah that's Um, definitely a service this is cool yeah, I've had uh, a number of people make boxes now, so they'll come through. So, like, one box I sold. I got this one box that someone's going to be picking up. They got a small, just a very small little box. They got one thing of sage. Um, they've got a couple, a bundle of chalk, a um, couple candles, and a thing of matches. Like, 15 bucks. Nice. Yeah. And then you you reuse the chest and the stuff that's re- you consume like the the candles the chalk I price it really low as well too so it feels very reasonable to buy again like a candle seventy nine cents yeah. you know um, and I buy them in groups of a hundred at a time so that way I can offer it that cheap because I buy it in bulk otherwise if you wanted those candles you'd have to spend like twenty thirty bucks to get it in bulk. But then you're just going to take you forever to go through it unless you really think you're going to use that many. Right. So um, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on that so far. Maybe a character that really loves candles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, it depends on how many demons you got to have running around with you. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool. Um, And so uh, what all games have you actually gone to? Uh, so far, for games I've actually been to, it's still been mostly Night Realms. I will be this month also going to Damarung Viking Warp in Pennsylvania. Nice. Um, I am. I did try to go to one LARP. Um, it was a, a Western LARP, uh, Dead wow. Legends. Oh yeah. I tried to go there. Uh, I won't go into detail, but they, in the end, told me. Uh, that they don't allow vendors at all whatsoever. Sure, yeah. So that kind of stock. But um, I hope to go to uh, Frontier Dawn, where you guys are at, when I can. Um, there's also Kingdoms of Novitas, which I've sold to a couple players from there. Um, and hope to eventually expand into some other themes, like Dystopia Rising for like post-apocalypse. Um, kind of sticking to fantasy mostly now because that's the broadest category yeah. so far. But eventually I'll get there as I add more stuff. Nice. And yeah. So anyone listening, if you want to have an immersive shopkeeper with quality mm-hmm. goods, definitely uh, what's the best way? Well, we do this at the end also, but what's uh, 
good way to get a hold of you or how do you prefer to do that kind of communication? Um, on my website, there's the make a request or contact form. So you can just go right there, like go to my website and go all the way above the page to contact me. And you can send me a message through there or services at gmail.com. Nice. Now, I, I don't know a ton about Damarung, but I know it's a pretty, they try to do like pretty highly immersive, right? Um, there is no, um, in one sense, no NPCs. It's a PVP based oh, I see. Gotcha. Um It's once every three months, but is an intense warp. Uh, like very high, say high. And they ha- have even a um, a whole document on authentic costuming weapons and styles, like a guide on costuming looks and stuff like that sure so it's very impressive i i'm very excited to go yeah that was kind of going to roll into my question um do you have to kind of adjust your character and shop a bit for that or is it just kind of already fit right in or yeah the displays yeah (laughs) i I was working on the beard but then my my nine month old started pulling on it so i had to stop that plan yeah that was a painful plan um but <laughs> yeah the viking warp i had to i mean since mm-hmm. i have so much stuff i was able to just simply make my own new costume so i made a viking style costume with lots of layers and some purples and cottons and so i've got a nice costume for that one um it's one nice perk of running a shop is anytime i need a costume i have <laughs> There Everything I need and whatever I pick is a business expense. Yeah, there so, you go. Yeah, you can play multiple characters and just yeah. have a bunch of outfits. <laughs> it's a pretty nice perk. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be Jedi of the North at Damaranga? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I've, I've, in one sense, I've decided my my character is. Uh, I don't know if I would say uh, interdimensional dimensional or multi-dimensional or cross-dimensional traveling salesman i travel to different worlds of warp to sell you goods for my travels i <laughs> nice. love it if you do a commercial or something that should be <laughs> yeah <laughs> we uh, had a ball for um the first events of frontier dawn and they had a professional photographer there mm-hmm. i think that's kind of his thing is like going to events like this um, and he said he was a time traveler mm-hmm. and he had been to like a war at Gettysburg and he had seen the Ghostbusters in action and, <laughs> uh, because he goes to events that like people reenact right. the war or there's some Ghostbuster thing he does. Uh, and he was currently in our time in our world <laughs> yeah, with these uh, strange technology. <laughs> technology from another time yeah Yeah. basically yeah i've thought of that too because i do some photography that i'd like to figure out a way to make it in game and then Mm -hmm. also like maybe make it like a little mod you know like for some reason this piece of kind of like if you ever played like breath of the wild you know he has the he has the thing that takes the pictures but it's also like a thing in the game you know so like like a a camera would somehow be a device they needed to capture the image of something yeah (laughs) i thought about um soul or something taking like a a tome book to make a holder for my phone Mm -hmm. so my my tome is where i accept the digital payments and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because i've got the card reader and stuff like that so um 
I thought about doing something like that as well too for just slightly more immersive. Right. Yeah, I did that actually with a small journal. I cut the pages out and put my phone in there mm-hmm. so that I could look at the, my clock mostly. <laughs> yeah. But also I uh, had a bunch of like song lyrics in there that I didn't want to carry around a big book. So yeah, kind of looks like I'm reading from my, my little song book. So. <laughs> right. Well, if you ever need a better journal. I probably do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, a couple on the website caught my eye. Oh, uh, yeah, there's, and they come in different sizes, so. Nice. I actually lowered all of them for about two bucks, because that's one other thing I noticed, too, is sometimes some stuff, like either in Camasil, Epic Armory, it's, like, just a little priced more than what feels like I would want to pay myself, so I'm willing to take a slight cut if that means people will buy it more, so. Sure. All those journals are two bucks less than retail, or here and there, most Calma Seals buck stuff, I, I drop down at least to the lowest, like $10 increment lower. Because um, it feels a little better on the, the wallet for person sure. buying it usually. Um, and it feels a little more reasonable to me because some stuff I've gotten and they say like some of their throwers they say are like 15 bucks, And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't spend 15 bucks on this. <laughs> um, for one better. thing? Yeah, it's just wow. I wasn't that impressed with it, and so I dropped it down to as much as possible. So I have some high markup items, some low markup, um, but I usually try to keep it reasonable. Sure. Yeah, I noticed I was actually looking at like the weapons and stuff you offered the other day, and uh, I noticed there were like a lot of refurbished options. Uh, yep. Is that kind of the same thing? Just goes kind of with the theme of like a low uh or a budget kind of options and yeah the thrift thing so i've done that for people as well too especially if like they're a brand new player and they're like i got a budget 250 bucks what can you squeeze in there for me i'm like well you can go with like refurbished with sometimes you almost can't even tell the difference um but it's like 20 bucks less mm-hmm. um and then my discount on top of it so like i got someone the Bellator 2 refurbished, uh, the Novice 2, um, a cape, uh, two weapon frogs, a thrifted bag, and a leather journal. Normally, that'd be $265, but I sold it to him for 222 Nice. So wow. I was able to give him quite a... Enough, yeah. Yeah, so between the refurbished weapon and then I have a pretty standard 10% new player discount. Like, you're brand new to ARP or you're like, mm. I need to make a completely new character. Like, I, I just retired the old one. I'm making a brand new character. Give me a whole package deal. Uh, whatever it is, retail, I take 10% off that for, you know, for buying a whole bunch of stuff at once from me. Sure, yeah. Call it like create a kit or something. Yeah, like or create a character promo. Yeah. Reroll. <laughs> yeah, a re re-roll discount. <laughs> Did you die last event? <laughs> yeah. Did you die? Save ten percent now. <laughs> Death oh, tax or something. Keep that in mind. Yeah. I just go running over to someone who just died and say, you could take 10% as soon as you revive. (laughs) Back now. 
or, or while they're bleeding out. Hey, you give me a dollar. <laughs> I don't heal you. You could save $30. <laughs> Either spend a dollar or save 10%. It's your choice. That's actually a great idea. I might have to do that. That's a that's a LARP character right there. Yeah, <laughs> I have even sold. I've sold my own shoes off my feet. Walked in my socks back to my room to get my regular shoes on because guys like I need shoes. I'm like, what size are you? He said nine and a half. I'm like, well, I'm nine and a half. Try my shoes on. He's like, how much you want? Twenty bucks? Sure. Oh, okay. I go walking back to my room with twenty bucks, but with no shoes. <laughs> Priority. So, yeah. I think I fully embraced the merch at that point. Yeah. <laughs> now, how was the whole, uh, I mean, you can share as much as you want or whatever, uh, setting up kind of the reseller thing. Was that a pretty straightforward, easy process or? Yeah. So with, there's with a some lot of the bigger of, brands I'm talking about, obviously. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts with that. Um, biggest thing is, so most big retailers, Kalamazoo, Epic Armory, uh, other places, the, usually what they offer you is um, because you're buying in bulk and large amounts, um, is anywhere between 30 to 50% off the retail price, which sounds like a lot at first. But once you factor in the rest of your business costs, it's not sure. all that much. So, like with Calamus Seal, they give a 40% retailer discount, but that's because I'm buying $1,500 of product at a time. And that's $1,500 after the, the discount. Right. So, I'm buying somewhere like $2,200 of product for $1,500 plus shipping, mm. which the shipping could then be like $100. Right. So, by the time I do all that, so I buy a $100 weapon. My cost is like 60 bucks for that weapon, but then however the shipping spreads out among those items, that ends up costing me by the end maybe more like 64 or something like that, which is mm. still not too bad. And that gives me like 36 bucks profit per se off that. Um, but then on top of that, I have like my subscription for my website, um, I'm eating the cost of shipping. If I offer any discounts, that cuts out of that. So if I give a 10% discount, then I'm paying 60%, but only selling it for 90% versus their 100% retail. So gotcha. by the time I offer like you know a 10% discount, I've paid more like 65% retail. I'm selling it for 90% retail. So I only have a profit of maybe like 20 bucks. And then out of that 20 bucks, I've got to pay for my subscription, my cost to go to the events. Sure, yeah. And then whatever's left from that, pay my own personal bills. And then if I want to buy new product, it's got to come out of that. Um, so, so you can see then why the 40% markup doesn't, it's not right, all that yeah. much by the end of it. Uh, it's, it's, just about right enough to keep the business going. Um, now, of course, if I spend 60 bucks to get the weapon, I sell it for 100 Now I have $100 in my hand. So that's that 60 out of 100 
really is more the money that goes towards buying new product again. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but like this year so far, I've made $2,500 in sales, but I've spent $6,000. So sure. uh, almost that's a business loan, but I have lots of product on hand, but no cash on hand other than to cover my cost to go. So as I sell more stuff, I'll take that. I'll rebuy more products that people buy the most. And then from there, as I show further sales and income, the bank said they'll give me another $5,000 loan. Um, and I'll probably use that stock up on like a whole line of weapons because that's the most common thing that people buy in mass quantities. Hmm. Um, so it's it's steps at a time. It sounds like like when I say I, you know, do twelve hundred dollars in sales, it sounds like a lot, but it by the time you do all the math, the accounting, you send your sales tax to the state of New York, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Um, you put yeah. gas in the car, you fix up the car going between the events, you know, it's it's still gonna be a, a couple years before I'm actually bringing in some kind of profit. Sure, so, yeah. But um, it's it's a bit of work, um, but if you're willing to put in the work and um, know how to really research what people are buying, then it's it's not that crazy to to do like a LARP sales kind of business in different mm -hmm. forms. Yeah. Um, and I actually one thing I have done as well, I've created a um, uh, a LARP vendors group uh, with two other actually now three other LARP vendors oh. who are in different states. Okay. And because some retailers, uh, like Kalamazoo has no minimum order, so I could order just a single item. Um, Epic Armory requires me to spend at least $300 on my first order and then no minimum thereafter. Um, but I have to have a tax ID. Um this one retailer we went with directly in India requires at least, what was it? I don't know if it was like a thousand dollar minimum, which can be difficult by yourself. But then if you, sure. but we teamed up four of us vendors, we split up a whole order. Oh, nice. So it's a lot easier to do $250 right. each with four people to meet a thousand dollar minimum than it is by myself because I'm not that big yet. So those are a little clever ways we've worked with. I've worked with other technically competitors, but we're like in different enough areas that you know right. it's not it's not as big of an issue. Um, and you know it's a lot easier when small businesses kind of collaborate a little bit like right. that. So yeah, and I'm sure each has each of the vendors, you all have a different feel and different kind of services. Like you have the thrift thing going and the <laughs> brushless kits or whatever. So even yeah. if there's a bit of overlap, it's all totally a different uh, yeah. thing or whatever. And That's... you would be able to kind of recommend each other like, Oh, I don't carry this particular thing maybe, but my friend can help you out or whatever. Yep, and that's actually been one thing we do. Like, uh, if someone has something we normally don't have, um, I might say, "Hey, when you do your next order at this retailer that they have a setup with that I don't, I can say, hey, could you get me three or four of this from this retailer? Because I'm not going to go buy $500 of products from this retailer, but I would love okay. to have a couple 
because someone's I had a rare request where someone said, hey, I'd like this. Hey, could I get it through you and give you a little extra for your time or whatever? Although now we just kind of do it mutually. So um, it's been a really good connection that's helped out a lot. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. It's the building blocks of the Jedi Empire, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any other of the uh, in-game store stories that have been kind of fun or unique or let's see most of the time people have been pretty good about nothing too crazy has happened directly in or near my shop um (laughs) even if they're playing an npc now i do carry a sword now on me but i haven't talked with anyone yet about suddenly fighting to defend my shop or anything like that although that would be fun um (laughs) Like, I'll spar you, and if you beat me, you'll get a discount. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I thought about doing that um, as a way to kind of role play it up a bit. Nice. Um, Trick, I'm level 20. Yep. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but all those points are in charisma. So. <laughs> yeah, charisma for sales. I did last event I went to, They were they had a plot where they needed to do a big ritual. And I put together some uh, a little baggie and donated to the ritual. So I said, "Here's a donation from my shop," you know, and considered it like you know marketing cost. Like here, I'm going to give you. It only cost me five bucks for this group of product, but you know, here's a couple candles. Here's some incense and stuff like that. Whatever you want to use, go ahead and use it. Um, So people get an idea what kind of stuff I have. So I I have done stuff like that where i i give a donation or a trade so yeah give them a little taste they come back for more yeah exactly put more points in ritualism yes (laughs) got something you really like over here have you done it uh anywhere where there have been other vendors besides yourself or you're the sole uh since i've only been to the one event i haven't i mean there's been other vendors um but they're not i'm the only one that's usually there every single game and has quite the array that i do i have had um event organizers tell me um that my prices are have been much more reasonable than a lot of other vendors that have come through a lot of people will just they'll buy it, they'll put it at the retail price, and then that's it. Um, whereas I will actually frequently offer discounts and bundles and new player discounts. Because um, again, I like I started with the thrifting stuff. Like my goal is to make the hobby more enjoyable. Right. Um, and sometimes you know it can be a bit more expensive with some people. So I try to make that a little bit easier. You know, I make a little something, but really I'm just reinvesting into more product. And then, um, you know, I can give more options to to be able to enjoy their hobby more. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to have a motivation other than just money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I was doing it for the money, I don't know if I'd be doing this. Right. Yeah, probably the wrong gig. No, <laughs> yeah, a little slower than other things, but I, I enjoy it, even just for the hobby of it. Yeah. Any um, plans on going a little bit outside of LARP, like uh, Renaissance Fair, SCA kind of thing? 
Yeah, I've thought about doing that. Uh, most of those other kind of events, you have to pay to sell at that event. So I've sure. I've not jumped into that yet because um, most of the money I get back, I want to reinvest into the business. Um, next time I get another boost to my business financially, I'll probably look at doing that, at least one event. But I want to very cautiously research what events would be good um, to sell my stuff at. So sure, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, in the future. Right. Yeah, this is anecdotal at best. But <laughs> I went to a Renaissance fair in Massachusetts when I lived up there, uh, and there was really only one vendor that had LARP gear. Like everything else was, um, you know, like realistic. Like they were metal. Yeah, they were still more or less props, but were decorative. But uh, there was only there was a few that had like wooden ones, and some that were toys. But I wouldn't consider them LARP. Yeah, um, they're the not plastic or latex, but let's see the other one. Uh, can't think of the material, but it's you know it's it's hard, but it's not like gonna kill you. Uh, right. But anyway, there there's only one vendor at this entire you know pretty big. Uh, renaissance fair that i had it was like epic armory and he had like a chainmail coif and stuff right <laughs> and i asked him i was like oh hey you larp he's like yeah but he wasn't very conversational so because oh. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of people in really cool costumes um but i don't know yeah i got more of the sense of more of a cosplay ren fair feel more so than right. i'm not i'm you know, this is my vacation from LARP or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. I might look at doing that at some point. Um, well, we'll, we'll see where I end up. Yeah. And you were uh, doing a little bit of like crafting some of your own stuff, if I remember. Yeah. Or you were kind of, oh, you were doing some other working and stuff, right? Yeah, I was learning some uh, leather working putting rivets and stuff. I actually have a commission to make a custom belt. Um, I've taken thrift store belts and remade them into custom sword frogs and scabbards. Um, So I've done a little bit of that. So I figure the more skills I add to my tool set, I've even, I've even done now because I have those tools. I had someone buy a Kalamazoo belt and needed one more notch. And I had the, the nice okay. rivets that perfectly matched. So I was able to add a custom size to their purchase belt for like another four bucks. Nice. So I like to have that as an option to customize gear. Cause that's always a helpful thing. Nice. And is that just like something in like the order form is like a comments or something instructions or something you can add at the end or they just email you or. or yeah. Well, most person? of the time, I do that in person. Right. Um, I, if I do get a commission, I get very thorough details, ask them to measure this, measure that very specifically. Because um, I'm still learning, I don't charge a ton for it yet or anything right. like that. So as I get better at it, I'll, I'll price sure. it appropriately. Right. There's value in the practice and the learning and experience. Yep. Sweet. Anything else kind of on the horizon, either product line-wise or service or feature that you would like to do or have in the works? Yeah. 
Well, my next big order is probably going to be from Epic Armory. Um, so I'll be getting a ton of their stuff. Uh, I may have some potential connections for a couple other WARP vendors um, or services online that I'm working on. Um, I also am working on expanding what I call Crafter's Corner. So people that make or sell something individually, um, like I have a friend who's a seamstress uh, who makes certain things, and I commission her to make stuff for my shop. Um, so that's one thing I'm working on is I people who make like one thing, usually they make one or two things, and they, but they make it really well. So I work out like a deal with them where I'll buy it for a discount, not the same as the other ones because usually you know they can't afford to, give that big of a discount sure, but yeah. i'll still buy in bulk it gives them business and i can carry other unique products you can't find elsewhere um so that's one thing i've been working on expanding too is finding people at these harps and say hey make this and say well i'll buy all your product off of you for you know an 80 percent discount or something like that and you know for most people who do small time crafting, that's huge because, you know, sure. they have 20 things laying around and they sell maybe one at a time per game. But I'm there with, you know, 300 products. So it's not a huge deal to me to add another little section. Here's 10 different blankets or here's, you know, yeah. head, a whole bunch of headband options. Like it's just more product for me. Mm. So it's kind of a good win-win situation. Nice. And uh, as far as like marketing, advertising, it's just kind of more word of mouth or? Yeah, mostly at this point. I'll, I'll post directly in the LARP group, say, hey, I got this in uh, or you know, uh, right now I'm doing a Night Realms has an alt event coming up, so I posted in there a uh, event specific discount. Like if you want to make a character for the alt alt character event, I'll do a 15% discount for your alt character. You know, little incentives like that. Um, the ritual box promotion I did. Um, so I'll try to cater it to the LARP as well, too, depending on what they need, what the plot is. I try to keep on top of that as much as possible. Yeah, sweet. But yeah, it's super cool. Like I said, I've been kind of following along, especially on the Facebook. Uh, I think we shared this last time, but we share a love of thrifting and <laughs> yes, <laughs> going to, I don't do it as much. Same like you, I guess. But uh, unfortunately, when we moved, I haven't found a great thrift store where I used to live in the yeah. same town. There was really good Goodwill. Yeah, I got a good one by me. You should come here more often. Yeah, that's one challenge. Is some areas do and some areas don't have a good thrift store and that can make it difficult to find find stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Evan's gotten super lucky some of the things he uh, found. Yeah, the chain mail. Quote unquote chain mail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like this Close wide enough. knit uh shirt or sweater or something like that. And it like yeah. it really it looks just like chain mail. <laughs> yeah, I just spray painted it silver. It's perfect. Nice. Although I found a pretty cool backpack that looks in game. That's probably one of my favorite finds. And it was like ten bucks, fifteen bucks, maybe. Yeah, all my <laughs> my character costumes are still thrifted stuff. Nice. So, yeah, I've been considering making an alt soon, so I might have to hit you up. Sweet, I gave you a ten percent discount. <laughs> nice, fishing, fishing for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you ever yeah. uh, bring your son along with you? 
Not yet. That's the goal eventually. Be raised to think there's a a real fantasy world out there. (laughs) You got to picture them when they do the uh, career day at school. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does your daddy do? (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) We actually, for the past Halloween, dressed him up as a wizard. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice. So... (laughs) I saw you have these uh, health and mana energy drinks, yep. energy potions. I bought yeah. those for Ashton for our birthday one year, <laughs> years and years ago. Oh, oh yeah, it. there it is. <laughs> yeah, I have the mana one. My son likes to shake them. He likes the noise. I'm actually sitting on my box full of them. <laughs> I have night. I have forty eight of them. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, oh, yeah, and I saw I saw them for cheaper than most places online. I saw them for. Three seventy five each. Yeah, I think nice. I paid more than that. Yeah. Are they any good? <laughs> you know, they're an energy drink, so they taste like an energy drink. <laughs> you know, they sound, sounds very nice. concentrated caffeine, but it definitely does work. Mm. Yeah, not my thing. <laughs> I'm a connoisseur, so. Bigger thing is I I tell people, hey, if you bring me the bottle back because it's a nice plastic bottle, I'll give you a buck for it. (laughs) Nice. So I can reuse the bottle. Yeah, that's one thing I like to do. Uh, Interesting shaped bottles and boxes that I have. I'll uh, I'll throw in my kind of LARP cabinet that I got. Yeah. Um, Do you have any tips for taking the sticker off? Because I always, I mean, there's goo gone, I guess, but... Yeah, um, depends on what it is. I mean, Goo Gone helps. Um, you can use a flat edge um, razor. They have what's where it's got yep. the flat edge on there. That works. Uh, okay. um, I mean, the labels on the Harkos potions, those come right off if you cut them off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it depends. But yeah, between those two things, you should be able, Sometimes just really hot water and soap will get that gunk of stuff off. It depends. Nice. I had this pretty cool box that I found at Goodwill and had kind of a crocodile leather prints textured thing on part of it, like just like down the sides. Yeah. And they, they put the sticker right on it and I pulled uh, it yeah. and ripped it right off. And I was like, yeah. God damn it. And it was like, yeah. of course, on top. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it's just day. part of the risk of the thrift stuff. And I purposely put stickers on my stuff in such a way to I test, make sure nothing will get damaged and it comes off easy. Cause yeah. I've had that exact thing happen to me too. And it sucks. Uh, the exciting content here on three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How to remove stickers. <laughs> this might be the outtake at the end. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's relatable. Yes. It's the things I think about. Like, I'm not going to get that sticker off. <laughs> or the label, especially with the bottles. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> God. Nice. Cool. Anything else uh, down the um, road or anything? Um, you know, looking back where you started to where you are now, that's kind of, did you expect kind of this arc or uh, has it just kind of happened? I'd like to, my ultimate goal would be to persuade one or more LARPs to give me an official store space and I be the official store in-game. That would be a cool thing to do because then like, I could do the in-game and out of game stuff and accept and sell both and it feels fully immersive. I think that would be really fun to do. 
Mm-hmm. Usually set up like a hard sell to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Will you be willing to spend a hundred thousand dollars to build me my own building on your LARP property? Uh, okay. I guess you're thinking a little bigger than I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That would be sweet. Have your own building. People walk in. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Be great. I'll pay rent too, even or something. Yeah. We did. Uh, I played one game. The guy ran a pretty small LARP, but it was on his property, so he could do whatever he wanted. He built, you know, st- buildings basically, <laughs> specifically for his LARP to have a, a tavern and stuff, you know. Right. And it was uh, like more post-apocalyptic, so it didn't have to like look like a log cabin or whatever. He could just build it out of pallets or right, mostly foam, I think. So. Didn't have to adhere to building standards. There's <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, inspector yeah. coming by. That's Sign, sure. Sign a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in his defense, I believe he is a contractor. But oh, anyway. okay. so he knows the loopholes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Say, so, yeah, usually just like set up in the tavern, or yeah, most of the time I'll set up Tent. in the, the highest uh, foot travel area, right next to the bar. Yep. This uh, picture you have on the homepage or your website is that at a LARP? Yep, that's at Night Realms. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice setup. Thanks. Yeah. There's lots of good pictures on your Facebook page, I believe, if you want to check it out or if you are a LARP runner and want to see what, what Kevin's up to. Some good photography there. Yeah, I'm trying to take some good pictures each time I set up for reference. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And you, I don't know if you still do this, but I think you said you would like sell cups of coffee and kind of yeah, real life consumables that. like that too. The last LARP I did that, I was selling coffee only one person bought coffee. I'm like, what the heck? I got coffee for only a buck. And ter- <laughs> turns out no one told me they had free coffee for all the workers there. So yeah. I was like, oh, well, no wonder nobody bought coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Just go get it for free behind the bar. So what I might do then is offer premium good coffee for there $2. You so you can either have really crappy coffee or you can buy an energy drink or some really good coffee for me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> big challenge is trying to figure out how do I brew high end coffee that doesn't look out of place in a warp. I'm going to have to make something myself probably because I can't really quite bring an espresso machine to a medieval fantasy. Gotcha. We drink French press coffee pretty much exclusively. Yeah. And we had, when we first did it, we got a hand grinder, mm-hmm. uh, like a hand burr grinder, and it could be probably easily modified. Yeah. Um, and you could buy a kettle that looks pretty immersive. And the French press we have right now is just a stainless steel right. thing. So. Yeah. One option. And it's definitely probably better than the Folgers on a percolator they got going. <laughs> yeah. I thought about looking at learning how to do a Turkish coffee too. Mm. So that might be a good way to do it. Cause that's, that's like an old fashioned method. So I, mm. yeah, pour over and stuff. Yeah. Really high caffeine too, which people really <laughs> like. Yeah. There you go. See, I would pay for good coffee, especially in the morning. Yeah. I figure most people would. So, Jediel's Coffee and Sticker Removal Service. Yes. <laughs> Coming to you, 2019, your favorite LARP. <laughs> Why don't you hit us with all the ways to find you and yeah, so, buy all your um, awesome stuff? Yeah, so my website, again, is khwarpservices.com. Uh, you can find me under Jediel's Finds on Facebook. Um, 
you can buy directly from my website. Right now, it's only the contiguous U.S. states. Um, I'm working on my commercial UPS account, so I can offer good shipping rates, too. I'm nearly there with that. Um, I take requests. I do discounts for new characters, and I do some trade-ins locally, so just never hurts to send me a request or message. I'm usually pretty accommodating and go out of my way to find stuff you usually can't find elsewhere. So just hit me up. Sweet. And uh, give people the dates if they happen to be listening locally. Yep. Dates and locations for in-game So store. I will be at Damrung LARP in Pennsylvania. Uh, that's going to be not this weekend, but the next upcoming weekend, which... Uh, I usually am there Friday night to Saturday afternoon, so I'll be in Damarung, Pennsylvania, 22nd to the 23rd of March. I will be at the Night Realms Alt event, the 29th to the 30th, and um, I'm still planning my upcoming events throughout the next couple months. And probably Facebook, you'll keep up to date on those things? Yep. Uh, usually, I, I got my Facebook always on my phone, so I can always react to a message. But I'll be updating my website. I have all my upcoming dates posted on there, and I'll I usually keep that up to date as well with any promos and stuff like that. Nice. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Kevin. It's thanks for having to me. You again, and uh, congratulations on, on what I consider success. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a really cool store, and yeah, looking forward to. Stop it in the shop someday, maybe in real Sweet. life. <laughs> well, at some point when I make it out uh, your way, yeah. uh, hope to make that happen. Yeah, they just set the May dates for Frontier Dawn. So, yeah, I was that's what I was looking for was the April May dates to see when I can maybe make it out there. So, we'll I'll let you know as soon as I know. Cool. All right, thanks again, Kevin. Be Appreciate sure it. to check out Jedi's Finds and khlarpservices.com. But this has been 321 Land Podcast, Next Level Nerds LARP Podcast. Visit nextlevelnerd.com, connect with us there, and check out all of our other podcasts. We got movie podcasts, uh, we got the TV podcast, Sugar for Acid Cereal, Going Over Daredevil, and the Nerd Herds Gaming Podcast. A lot of cool shows coming up for that one. And we are working on new shows. Uh, we have a comic book show kind of in the works. So stay tuned for that if you're into anything comic books or want to get into reading comic books that'll be the podcast for you but you can support us by telling your friends about our shows and how to find us uh, you can support us if you'd like financially on our patreon patreon.com backslash next level nerd and we have some special podcasts you'll get and we're working on new rewards and things that way so until next time larp enthusiasts thank you very much for listening and remember spread the word spread the nerd <laughs>